I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the review show. It's a new show that we're doing after every single game where we're here taking a little look back at the game, knocking microphones <laughs> over within three seconds of going live. Nice. Um, and most importantly, reacting to the comments and stuff. So we'll talk through the game, lads. Uh, I'm joined by Tom Dutton, the man behind Red Men TV, and Ben Kelly, one of the writers for the Red Men TV. Check out his articles on the redmentv.com. Uh, loads of written content on there now, which we never really talk about, and we should because it's fucking boss um, so first of all I do have something that I need to get off my chest okay. uh, I want to speak to Evil9 in the comments section who is basically saying that Payjack stole my bike <laughs> which isn't true I've never stolen a bike in my life Tom on the other hand has stolen a bike a few have you a few uh, they weren't off people they were just just, just we were just lying around. Just, yeah. One time bikes. when we were filming Redman. It's a good bar. bike. It's a really it's good your bike. your favourite BMX you've ever had, it's isn't it? Bike, yeah. So if you left one in a park at some point, <laughs> maybe it was me. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. i uh, tell you what, what we're going to do first and foremost is we'll go through the game. Um, so, look, I said on my match reaction show, Tom, mad as a box of frogs. Yeah. And that is this Liverpool side this yeah. season. And I enjoyed every every second of it I mean it was it was I say I enjoyed after the fact you enjoy it you, you've got the whole range of emotions and you're thinking are we going to concede that there's a free kick around the box are we going to concede but you know, we held out and we just we did we, we, we did what we couldn't do for the other games which is just 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 see it through and yeah. win and that's it and it didn't look like uh, we were going to at the time did you Ben, did you see the look Klopp gave the camera during the game when we conceded that free kick later on? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I think it was the same look as everybody. I was in a bar in Liverpool City Centre and there was just a massive groan fell the whole place. <laughs> so you you yeah, all yeah. know that, oh God, this is... If we can just hold on here... Yeah. Then you know, then we, we're probably there. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It was a mad game of football, wasn't it? And I'm one that probably shouldn't have been one of those mad games. I mean, you know, there was early warning signs from Leicester that they were going to try what they always try against us, yeah. and that is hoof the ball to Vardy. Yeah. Uh, and it was always going to be whether our defenders could stack up against and the centre backs in particular stack up against Jamie Vardy and stuff. And for the most part, I thought that was a good defensive performance. Some of them, if you agree, it was. I, I think we we've done it every single game anyway. We recycle the possession. We always just break down attacks early. That's that's a feature of clubs' players, just getting men around the ball, winning it back really fast, and then just starting the attacks from higher up the pitch. And I think we've we've done it every game. We just just defensive lapses basically, and obviously there still was two, but it's yeah. We've, yeah. Okay, well, well, so we've got our first comment about the defense. So bring us. Please do leave some comments about the defence because we're going to start talking about the defenders now. Uh, Thomas Malone says, and I, I, I put this to you, Ben, our defenders couldn't get more than a five. Do you think that's a fair comment? Um, maybe it, it depends, really, because 
thought I thought as a unit we were we were okay. I thought you know, obviously the the second goal I can't remember. The, oh well, the first goal is is a foul on the goalkeeper and it's it's poor it's poor defending really from the corner. Uh, but it's a foul on the goalkeeper, and I do think that if he's not having his arm tugged, he does punch that, and, and we get it clear. But the second goal, I think maybe there's a little bit of a just a lapse in concentration, as in you know Vardy gets there first, and um, obviously from the save, but um, and perhaps you know he's more alive to it. But it, it is very fortunate how it falls yeah. to him, really. Um, so so you know. Can I give there were no two? outstanding mistakes, really. I, I don't know. It, it's difficult to say because it, there is a bit of a. There's a bit of a dark cloud over our defence. The biggest defensive mistake I thought we had yesterday was the very first far the opportunity where Lovren's five yards behind the rest of the defenders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that is pretty much the only one where I would say that's a categoric defensive error by one of our players. Yeah. Let me give you two ways of looking at the goal that you're talking about. Or uh, Joe Gomez gets skinned on the right wing by yeah. All Brighton. Yeah. Right. Um Coutinho or Chan leave Gray at the back stick and yeah. don't track him. Yeah. Moreno's position's all right. Gray, it's a shot and Mignolet parries it to Avadi, who's free in space because, let's say, Matip didn't track him. Matip come across, right? yeah, yeah. Let me give you another way of looking at that goal. All Brighton does Firmino-esque skill. Yeah. An English centre midfielder yeah. on the left-hand side and no defender in the world stopping that because you don't think Mark All Brighton yeah, can do no. it. He whips in a great ball. The Mari Gray takes advantage of the fact that Phil Coutinho's tracking him and he's an attacking midfielder. The Mari Gray brings the ball down, hits a world-class shot on the volley because how many times have you seen that go over the bar from yeah, the winger exactly. from that position? Mignolet makes a great save. And, it's, and Vardy's position is brilliant because he's anticipating a save yeah. rather than anything yeah. else. There's no defensive errors in there, no. but there's two ways of looking at a goal. You can look at it, Liverpool's defenders are shit, or you can actually go, everything that Leicester did was brilliant yeah. during the build-up to that goal. Yeah. I feel better for thinking about the second way, but it, it, it was more just, we were, it was the... It, it was the fact that Joe Gomez's position and to get beaten by Albrighton wasn't good enough, I don't think. I, I, I Obviously, you get beat by that because you don't expect it, and that's the whole point of the trick, but you, why is he coming from the box? But then, you're right, I think they Leicester are a good team. They're not, they're not shite, you know yeah, what I mean? They're, 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 they're a really good attacking team, that's why they won the league, that's why they're still staying... They're not bottom of the league, you know what I mean? They're a good, they're a good attacking. When are they so. in the league, Tom? I feel indecision there, and I'm going to question you on it. They're uh, not bottom of the league because I know Palace are. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we'll go into some of the comments then because this is really what this show is about. Um, I still do want you to talk. Yeah, no, it's um, Sam King is the problem with our defence: individual errors or how Klopp sets the team up. Ben, um, I think. That's the seventeen. Thank the you. nearly bottom of the league. The Thanks, Paul. Leicester is seventeenth. Um, I think it, it depends on what context. I think. I think in a set piece. I think. Sorry, it's... have Liverpool beaten a team in the bottom three? No, that's fourth from bottom. Ah, oh, nay. Twenty, nineteen, eighteen, seventeen. He's right. Uh, Damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Go on, Ben. Yeah, sorry, sorry yeah. Uh, so I think it, when it comes to set pieces and corners, I think it is the way that Klopp sets the team up. I just, I just do not agree with zonal marking really at all. I think I don't understand why when it comes to when it comes to either zonal or man to man. Basically, when when it comes to man to man, 
you've got a player stop him from scoring and if, if your man scores you failed your job and you can put responsibility on yeah. on that player with zonal markings a little bit of a grey area in terms of well whose zone was that and all that and I think when it comes to set pieces and it comes to corners in particular yeah it, it, it's clocked but I think um, you know some of the goals if we look at some of the goals we're conceding there are individual errors at play and you, you know look at that severe goal the first severe goal where you know everybody would have cleared it yeah. except for and Wotherham didn't and he, and he gets the tap in at the back post so, so I think it's a bit of a mix of both um, it, it, it's one of them where I think when we're attacking we throw everyone up the pitch so and it's been taught we're basically leaving our two centre backs and probably a defensive midfielder in there so when we're attacking we're going full full steam going for it there's not any protection at all for them centre-backs. And the fact that Matip, who does it mostly, can recycle that play pretty much consistently throughout the 90 minutes with hardly any protection is a testament to how good he is. Mm-hmm. When uh, The question marks game. people have about Joel Matip, and I think Paul would share this if he was on the show with us, is that he, we're, a defender, we're a defender like Jamie Carragher missing. Yeah, I think that's it. One who throws throws himself in front of the ball. But to be fair to Joel Matip, there was an opportunity for Vardy in that game where Joe Gomez was slightly beat, almost gave a penalty away, and another yeah. you know he could have brought him down. Joel Matip throws himself in front of the ball. So is this? I hope this is early signs that he's going to be that defender for us. I'm just going to go back into the comments section. But before I do, we got a chat from Aidan Brannick. Love the way you look at the goal, Chris. Doesn't always have to be looked at in a negative way. Sometimes you can just give credit to the team. I think sometimes we forget that, don't we? We seem to think for some reason there's one side trying to win, and that's Liverpool, and we fail where there's always two teams playing for it. Right here we go. I've got this one. Adam Smith. They are all good defenders who can't defend together. They need that commanding force who can organise the back four. And I think if you go, if you go to the games, and you know, I know we all do here. We're fortunate enough that we can go to the games. You, you do hear Simon Mignolet shouting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You yeah, yeah. don't very often hear any of the other defenders. You see Joe Gomez actually does it. He points around yeah. a little bit. Sent Alexander Arnold's getting words in his ear from Joel Matip and stuff. But <coughs> there isn't that one guy that we can hang our hat on and say no. he's the organizer in this defence, and, and and that might be the crux of it. That's the problem. I mean, you see Joe Matip shouting when it's after a fact. I think there was one. Emre Chan and Lovren, I think, the other week just didn't shout for it, just didn't say, it's my ball. He's screaming at them, look, sort it out, you know what I mean? And I think, you're right, we need that commanding player, but, I mean, obviously they just take Lovren's spots because that's that's what you want, but... Who who is that? Well, but, yeah. Right now, I don't think I don't think we have one properly. But I think that's that would have been a big plus if we'd signed Virgil Van Dyke because that's what Van Dyke comes in and does. In in the Burnley game last week, um, in the second half, Burnley had two corners that end up exactly the same. They came to bend me at the back post, yeah. and I think the first one nearly saved it. The second one he headed over the bar. I think if we have somebody like that, like Virgil Van Dyke, who comes in and organises all that. It definitely doesn't happen twice yeah, on the run. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think that is what we're missing, I think. Definitely. Okay. Well, I want to move it on then. Um, uh, first of all, we've got a, a chat from Praval, Praval Kaku... Kaka, fuck. Nice. Apologies. <laughs> Kaku Kural. Where's Paul? He's over there. Um, I've just seen Antoine come in. Anton, Antoine Footy, Wednesday night, 8pm. No, right, we still need one more for footy. Uh, anyone wants to play footy with us on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, do give us a shout-out. Um, uh, yes, get Paul. Uh, Paul and Chris, one of the best football duos, says Praval. Well, I'm, I'm gutted. I'm yeah. gutted with that. It's right, Tom. You know, you'll get there one day, mate. You and you and Sy will have your own YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. 
called Cy and Tom's YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> and that'll be the way of it. Okay, one thing I wanted to talk about, we've talked about leadership at the back and stuff first and foremost, and I want your thoughts and comments on this in the comments section. I want to know what you all thought of Jordan Henderson's performance, and for what it's worth, for me, Jordan Henderson put in an absolute captain's performance at the weekend, capped off with a goal, in fact, uh, in a move that he started himself, you know, Jordan Henderson wins the ball up, uh, wins the ball back after Emery Chan loses it, Maguire, 1-2, Henderson grabs the ball, Coutinho, Sturridge, Sturridge, Henderson, and then he gives the keeper the eyes yeah. as well, he takes a touch, goes inside of Maguire, who's now returning, and then gives Schmeichel the eyes and lifts it over him, absolutely brilliant, and yet, that sort of typified his performance for yeah. me. It was a fucking outstanding performance, wasn't that, it? That that sums Henderson up all over. That's that's his game. Yeah. That's that's exactly what he does. Is he breaks up the play and then he and then he helps with the attack and he doesn't always get the pass. And I was saying to you on the the show that we did straight after the instant match available on the website, of course. There it's we a free po- It's not a po- It's not a free podcast. It's a podcast available on yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, but he. Other times he'd just pass that to Van Alden. Van Alden's on the edge of the box there, and he'd go, "I don't want this responsibility. You take it off me." And probably Van Alden misses because he starts getting closed down. Mm-hmm. So for him to just go, "No, I'm taking command here. I'm just scoring this. I'm confident enough in my own ability to just tuck that but he away." He runs funny, Tom. He runs funny, and yeah, and and sometimes he misplaces passes because he makes the most passes in 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 the game. You know what I mean? And I I think. He gets an unfair judgment a lot of the time, Henderson. I really like watching him play. I think he keeps our game ticking and he's vital. On our good days, he is vital to how we play. I so. agree with that. And listen, I'll go back into the comments and I'll come to you, Ben, after a few of these. Sam Shepard, Hendog was boss. I'm not sure about that nickname, but he was boss. Um Mark Basucci, Hendo is a captain, a leader, a fantastic footballer. Uh, Steve Kua, brilliant performance, but he's too hit and miss for me, Chris. Uh, what do you think about that one, Ben? Um, yeah, he can be hit and miss. I think it, it was a good job. I say good job. I think it was good for him that he put in such a good performance on Saturday because he was coming under a lot of scrutiny, really, wasn't he, after the... Um after the Leicester game, and um, you know he wasn't brilliant against Burnley. He's so. been poor. He's been poor you this know, season. I yeah. think we can say yeah. that. Oh, yeah, safely, yeah. But, but yeah, I agree. I, I do really like. I do really like him. I think he. I think we. I think we're definitely missing something when he when he's not there. I think. I think that's the thing when when he doesn't play, you notice. Yeah. You you notice the little bits and bobs that he does that isn't there anymore, um, and and I think actually. We were saying about the goal. Obviously, the goal was so composed. I think because he'd had such a good game, he had the confidence to then take that on. And you know, like you say, he could have passed to Arnaldum, and you know, he had the confidence at that stage in the game to 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 to, to take the chance on himself. So it can be hit and miss. But at the end of the day, he's our captain, and we've got we've got to stay behind him, whether he's poor or not. And um, I think it, it was good for him that he that he put in a really good performance. Okay, well, I'll go back into the comments section. I do want to ask one other question uh, of you guys before we start talking about the midfield three, actually. Um, if Jordan Henderson's not our captain, who do you guys think would be Liverpool's captain right now? Because I, I looked at it at the start of the 11 board last week and I had a real struggle, if I'm honest, to pick out someone who, who should be our club captain. Um, so we're going to get back into the comments and we'll just round up the Henderson stuff here. Adam Smith, Hendo performing is not what Emre Chan wants. Uh, Wolf244, Hendo putting a good performance but he has a consistency issue. Uh, and Henderson was phenomenal. Uh, against Leicester showed what he did the majority of last season if he can do that consistently this season fantastic 
fans will love him, says Rahul Ruparalea. Um, so there you go. And I want to talk about the midfield three, Tom, because... You know, we've seen this season when we've played well so far, yeah. it's been Chan, it's been Henderson and it's been Wijnaldum yeah. in the midfield three. We've had a few games there when we haven't had that midfield three yeah. together and I think like we've been a little bit poorer in the middle of the park. Now that's not to say that Chan and Wijnaldum had particularly outstanding no, games, no, no. but we were better in the midfield for having those three in there. Definitely, I mean, you just see it's just a bit more fluid. Everyone knows what they're doing better, I think. Who was it against Leicester the first time? It was Gruwich and I'm putting everyone on the spot, but it was Gruwich and Henderson and someone else. And you can just it was it could have even been Van Alden, but but it just didn't it just didn't click. And and you're right, I don't think Van Alden had a very good game. I I can't remember seeing him at all. I know he held up the ball quite well at, at stages of the game, but. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think that that wasn't the best I've seen our midfield three play. I'll be honest with you. I don't think this season we've we've, we've had many many better performances of our midfield three in the season. So. Okay, I mean, I, I must admit, I, I really liked the midfield three. I thought early on in the season, there's no way that this midfield can work. You yeah. know, I've said it how many times? It was too industrious. There's no creativity there. But what they allow us to do is they allow us to play with our two wingers, and they can get Phil Cattigo involved, and they get Mo Salah involved in the game, and Roberto Firmino dropping deep and yeah. all that type of stuff. I'm just going to shoot back into the comments. Um, Hanye Fresh says Firmino, captain. Sarah Smith says Salah. Uh, Red Zabby says Mane, Sam Shepard says Lalana, Saeed X says Mane, Mark Glasgow says Matip, Chris Brown says Emery Chan, Mark Basucci says Emery Chan, Jashan Sandu says Henderson, uh, Saeed X says Carvin. So I think you know there's a couple of jokey ones in there, but the fact is not everybody's going for the same player. And I think if you'd have got, in years gone by, if you'd have said who's our captain. Obviously, we had a better captain, I think, in Steven Gerrard. Yeah, but the next best person would have been everyone would have just been saying Jamie Carragher. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's where we are right now. Is that you know we might not have a guy who Liverpool fans want as their captain. We need to all just get behind Jordan Henderson. And what Jordan Henderson needs to do as well, to be fair, is put in performances like yeah, that. Because yeah. the more performances yeah. like that, the happier Liverpool fans will be, and the more games we'll win. Because when he performs, we play much better. Yeah, you know, definitely. the amount of times that he broke up plays. You said before, Tom was. 
outstanding. You know, his passing was brilliant. Even that one where he's it's a contested ball in the centre of the field and he knocks it over the midfield. And I think uh, Salah's running onto the ball. Who else? Moreno's running onto the ball. Yeah. Oh, it's the one where we get the free kick for Coutinho's goal. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Like, and, you know, that's a yeah. difficult pass. He's done that so many times during that game. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet. Let's talk about the Liverpool goals. Uh, first goal, what did you make of that one, Tom? Uh, I can't remember. Cross for Salah's header. Yeah, Chan, oh, Coutinho, yeah, Moreno, Coutinho, so, and then Salah. It was just a fantastic assist. And we, again, I said on the, on that show, the burst of speed for Salah to actually reach that ball, yeah. you're thinking that's yeah. going out all day. And he's there, and the header's fantastic. He plays it, keeper has no chance whatsoever. But we've missed that, that deadly assist that Coutinho can just produce out of nowhere. He just goes... Right, I'll create a bit of space with Moreno, and then I'm just gonna whip it into the box. And it was, it was that's gonna be fantastic. that's gonna be a useful weapon, I think, for us this season. The, the, that connection because we saw it when um, we played Leicester, obviously in that friendly cup thing, and, yeah. and there was a similar thing where yeah, Coutinho yeah. put it in for Salah. I think I think Salah is deceivingly good in the air because yeah. obviously he's only he's only small, but um, but I think that that's gonna be a good thing because he is quick enough to reach those balls that look like they could go out. Yeah. That's going to be a um, it's going to be an interesting thing to see how many goals we get from those sort of scenarios over the course of the season. Yeah, I mean, and for, for me, I mean, the fact is, you see Mo Salah lift his arm up at the back stick, and Phil Coutinho can clearly see that, and Salah backs himself in what is essentially probably seven or eight yards. First of all, he backs Coutinho to play the ball yeah. in, and then he backs himself. As you say, it's an absolutely brilliant header there. I mean, yeah. from that angle. I saw on one of the highlight shows, um, I think it was on AFC.com, um, the, the, the commentator was saying it was poor position by Casper Schmeichel, but I think when you look at where Coutinho was on the edge of the box and yeah. where Moreno was playing the ball to, you know, he's got to come across his goal, he's got to be that side of the goal, Definitely. so I don't think there's anything wrong with Schmeichel's thingy. And then Ben Chilwell doesn't fully track Salah's run because he doesn't think Salah can get no. there, and it's that burst of speed over five yards which yeah. gets him there. That trust in his speed and his ability to throw the ball into the back of net with his head, absolutely brilliant. Second goal, we talked, we spoke about it, I mean, it's just magical. It's, a, it's a, an amazing... Yeah. Free kick again, I didn't realise how far out it was. It's so, it's so far out. Because after Mares has one later on, and I was like, well, if you can score from there, and that's pretty much where Coutinho yeah. took it from, and yeah. it's just, it's just, absolutely perfect. You know what he's going to do, yeah. but you still can't do anything about it. You know, Schmeichel's no mugging goal, no. You know, and, he, and he knows that you know exactly where he's going to put it. You, you've seen the one against Palace, you've seen the one against Arsenal, you know exactly where it's going, but there's just, when it's that accurate, you know. There's just nothing you can there's do. No, about there's it. no stopping it. And we asked in the comments section for you guys to rank our three goals from Saturday in order: Salah, Coutinho, Henderson. Uh, Praval Kural has just given us one, and that's Coutinho. Maybe it's just so far ahead. Sam Garrett <laughs> says Coutinho, Salah, Henderson. Coutinho, yeah. Henderson, Salah. Coutinho first says Chris Brown. Wolf two for four. Coutinho, Mo Salah, Henderson. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for yours now, but I think. Henderson's is the second best goal. Yeah. I think Salah's is probably the third best. Yeah. I love the fact that we've won the ball back on the, yeah. you know, uh, just on the edge half, of the D yeah. in our half, and then we've broke and the and the pace that we've broke exactly. with, and at two one at the time, yeah. it was a massively important goal. We've been threatening that counter attack for yeah. how many games? Where we just pile forward, and it's obviously something we work on pretty consistently. Klopp just goes right. We win the ball back. If you're not with him and you're an attacking player, why? Why not? And I think we just we just 
we scare teams when we do that, and we haven't been clinical enough in them chances. If we put one of them away every game, we're talking about wins instead of draws, mm. and I think it's just about having that little bit of composure at the end, and I think hopefully with Henderson doing that, it tells other players, look, if you don't always pass it. If you want to take that shot, and I think Sturridge coming on helped that as well because yeah. he just Brilliant likes to have a shot. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I think I think Henderson's was the second best just because just because of that composure at the end. Obviously, it's a really good counter attack, but the fact that Henderson he could have taken it with his left if he wanted to shoot, but he but he, you know he checks back across back across Maguire, and I think it's just a really smart finisher. Okay, um, back into the comment section. Wolf Perry said you guys should watch the NFL. Uh, all three of us do watch the NFL, and all three of us do watch Cover Two TV. It's a YouTube channel that me and Steve Hoare do on the NFL. Uh, so go over there and check that one out. Um, right. Uh, Ooh, okay. Uh, well, what I want to talk about, we, we've not really spoken about it too much, is the defence. You know, we mentioned it briefly at the beginning of the show, Ben. Um, Byron Gronvald says, Vikings, I'm a Vikings fan as well, go Vikings. Um, thank you, to, uh, Cy, for subscribing to Cover 2 TV. Nice one, Cy. <laughs> it's that middle it's that middle section of the show before we start talking about the defence, when we start asking you to do things. <laughs> like the video, subscribe to the Red Men TV, subscribe to Cover 2 TV, and you haven't already... Go and check out Mage TV. He does an absolutely unbelievable video on the clop out stuff. Uh, you need to go and check that out. You really, really do. Um, so, the defence and the referee, because I think they go hand in hand <laughs> yeah, here as well. Yeah. Because Anthony Taylor, I believe his family are from Manchester. I'm just throwing that one out there right now. <laughs> Probably. Um, it definitely seemed like he had, he had a terrible oh, game, didn't he, Tom? Know. He did. Do you want to turn? Right, you yeah. talk, answer the question. He had a terrible game because... He just kept making the wrong decisions consistently, and I think just just over, especially the end of that first half. That's never a foul from Joe Matip on Jamie Vardy. Vardy comes no. up. It's clever play. Don't get me wrong. If Luis Suarez would have done that in a heartbeat, and and Albi Moreno does it really well for us now, he just gets a touch and he jumps on the floor. But you've got to, as a referee, you've got to have a bit more nous than that. And respect, and with the um, the Lovren one where he gets booked. And he's getting held everywhere. Yeah, I think yeah. should there be repercussions for that? I don't know. If a ref goes back and watches it after the game and goes, "I've made so many errors in this game," I don't know. I think something. The should... linesman as well. The the fir- their first goal. Yeah. The linesman should be seeing the Okazaki pull. From, you know, um, I, I just I don't understand how. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of plays in the box, so you, you can sort of forgive the referee depending on where he mm. is positionally. You know, but but the linesman's got a good clear view along along the line of, of what exactly is going on, and um, and I don't understand how he doesn't flag for a clear pull on that. I thought I, I'll be honest, right? I thought the Okazaki one wasn't that clear for for the linesman. I think it's a clear pull. I agree yeah. with that. I just think it was really clever the, the way that the he did it, like because he was he had his body. In between him and what I think the linesman's on that side behind, isn't he? So I thought he had his body there and he was pulling him and he lets go of him, him as well. Yeah. And if he'd have carried on that pull, it definitely gets called. Yeah. But I just think it was really smart play from Okazaki. If that was a Liverpool player, I'd be like, 
very very exactly, smart yeah. very smart yeah. play like and you know ultimately it is a foul um, Okazaki shouldn't have been pulling Simon Mignolet Mignolet does pull him back yeah, <laughs> yeah, to try and get some retribution but the thing for me is it's the Vardy one and, and let me know what you think in the comment sections to the Vardy one because he's left his leg there he's absolutely left yeah. his leg there hasn't he and, and it's not the first time well that was probably the first time during the game the second time the penalty yeah um, I'd be interested to get your thoughts and everybody's in the comment section. Do you think that was a penalty that Simon Mignolet gave away? Uh, I'll come to the panel first, Ben. I think it was. Um, just uh, you could see. Uh, I don't know whether you watched any of the post-match stuff, but like Steven Gerrard was trying to like, well, we got a bit of the ball and all that, <laughs> you know, trying to defend it, but uh, it it was he. He just he just misses it, doesn't he? Like it's there to be won, and he just he just misses it and takes out Vardy and. Yeah, for me, if it is. I'm surprised he didn't get full ball on that, to be honest. I know you've got Jamie Vardy coming yeah. down, yeah, and he was really good at his pressing. To That's be it, though. He wants to kick Vardy and not exactly. the ball. You know he what doesn't. I mean? Exactly. Have you seen his face? There was two of them on the pitch <laughs> as well, so you double your money. But, but yeah. Who was that guy who just looked like Jamie Vardy? I don't Vardy. know. I think was, a, was he a left back? He went the left back. No, it wasn't sure. It was, it was Jamie Vardy 2.0. But, um, yeah, uh, it, it was a pen. If that happens to any of our players. Yeah. Because if he doesn't kick Vardy, he takes the ball off him and he slots it in that yeah. position, I think. And it was it was just clumsy. But, then, but he makes up for it. He saves it. Great, it's, great. Okay, into the comments. And Henrik Hogmo Utso, not a pen according to Klatterberg in Norwegian TV. Sam Shepard says, yeah, pen. Uh, O'Shaney Lloyd O'Connor, you. Uh, I think hopefully that means yes. Um, Sam Shepard has missed the ball. Ahmad's world has cleared contact, I think, with the ball. That means Sarah Smith says yes. Maybe they could have got a red card as well. Chris Brown, yes, if he cleans it into the stands, it's just the less to throw. For me, he does get the ball. Yeah. But he absolutely takes the man out. And I do think it was a. You know, Sam Mignolet clears the ball first and foremost, doesn't he? I think in the run up to that goal, Emery Chan brings it down, loses the ball, whatever. Um, for me, he he seems to take a step the wrong way, just in the in the lead yeah. up to it, and he's coming at it from a funny angle for me. And I don't know whether he was just trying to get it out for throwing, like the shortest distance possible. Yeah. But I, I think it really could have been avoided if he'd have just ran straight. Well, maybe he just misjudged the flight. And if that happens, you know what? Yeah, yeah. It's an accident. He misjudged the flight of the ball. We've seen him do it enough times over the years to know that that's what he can do. Um, but ultimately, he goes right through Jamie Vardy. Yeah. It's a penalty. It doesn't matter at the end of the day because. He makes a great save. From well, who do we? Is that the goalkeeper coach and Mignolet, do you reckon? Because they're, they're obviously looking, they're going, who is Leicester's big penalty taker? It's Jamie Vardy. Where does he take them? They obviously they obviously look at that well, before the game. They, so. they must do, because it, it, it's beyond a coincidence now, isn't it? The amount that he saves. Yeah. You know, Seven they, out they of 15. That is mental, isn't it, really? You know, the, the amount of homework they must be doing. Yeah. And, they, and again, on BT Sport afterwards, they were showing like Vardy's like, last four penalties, and they are all in that spot. Yeah. And, you, and you think, well, you know, fair, fair play to them, because the, the amount he does save, yeah. you know, he save one against Hoffenheim, save one against come to mind Chelsea yeah. just, it's just mental the amount of homework he must do and we were saying top class goalkeepers get your some, I think it was paired on social club was saying 12 points usually around the season there's there's he's just got us tw- three there really I know he makes the mistake which kind of but he saves us he, and, he, and he, he's done it throughout his Liverpool career whether he, he still makes mistakes and stuff but he's to get that stronger hand on it as well, I don't know if you agree, just to even get it out the way, because Vardy blasts that. Yeah. 
Absolutely Mate, blaster. He could have hit it with anything and Vardy hits it so hard it's flying off him because whatever you think, whether you think he's done his homework or whatever, that can st- that would have knocked me backwards into yeah. the goal. Yeah. There was that much power on the ball because Vardy leaves the floor yeah. he's kicking yeah. the ball yeah. and stuff. like. And I know from five aside when Jamie takes a shot yeah. at me, yeah. I go backwards. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and Vardy from 12 yards, he's done it consistently. His four out of five pens were straight down the middle, two either side and one over the bar, I think, were his, yeah. his last five and stuff. We saw it on uh, NBC, didn't we? Um, but absolutely brilliant save by Sam Minier and listen just before we wrap up I, I did just kind of want to say like you know I've got a little bit of abuse on me match reaction for being over the top happy right if you can't celebrate a win what, why are you watching football I just don't understand it like yeah. listen you can feel bad after a loss so why can't you feel good after yeah. a win why do people want to say oh it's only Leicester well, I'll tell you what when Leicester beat us on Tuesday night in the cup I was hurting yeah, I yeah. was really hurting so when we beat them in the league in the next game I'm going to fucking enjoy it by the way because I enjoy every Liverpool victory yeah. whether it's against fucking Leicester whether it's against AC Milan it doesn't matter to me Liverpool winning is what I'm in football for you yeah. know and the trophies hopefully come because you accumulate the wins and not and, and that's how you win trophies. Yeah. You've got to celebrate the ups and you've got to you've got to whinge about the downs and, and that for me is how to be a football fan. Yeah. Um, and we needed it. We, we really did. needed that win. And it's we the team stepped up. Show a clap celebration. Five like, yeah. five fist bumps. And that that sums up the whole of the feeling of every fan. Oh we can see it straight after yeah. but it doesn't matter. We're all sat there, the relief just Washes over you for uh, like what was it eighty seconds, <laughs> and then you're back in the doldrums. Yeah, especially and, after and the results that day, exactly. Chelsea had won, United yeah. won, City had won. It was so crucial. To and win. now we've what got a massive been... Champions League game on yeah, Tuesday. Exactly. We've got Rafa Benitez in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Want to be celebrating two more wins this Definitely. week? It's a big, big week for Liverpool. We'll be back with another one of these review shows on Wednesday morning, hopefully after we snot Spartak Moscow by six goals to nil in their stadium, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce <laughs> uh, because I have looked at it. Uh, we've just got a few more comments uh, hashtag Pajak preach we don't want plastics Pajak team Pajak uh, Chris is a legend keep the good stuff going mate I love you Chris Pajak ah oh, he's a fucking great <laughs> show some love to these guys as well this is Tom Dutton uh, who has been the man behind Red Men TV for so long now it wouldn't be the channel that it is without him and obviously Ben Kelly as well uh, who's a new addition to Team Red Men but a, a, a very welcome one at that and Sai who's I was going to say on the keys behind but I think that's more of a musical thing but he's been in the comments and, and making sure that the live stream cool so thanks very much for watching uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Red Men TV and we'll see you later on I'll be doing another live show to start 11 live for tomorrow night the Uncensored Match Build Up show will be out and if you want the proper final word with the man Paul Machen um, then do check out the website it's £5 a month TheRedmenTV.com. loads of exclusive shows loads of exclusive podcasts written articles it's your one stop shop for Liverpool Football Club thanks for watching and I'll see you next time